how would it work if you went back and like back in time and changed something? How would that actually affect the future? Are you nosy, curious, or just bored? Have you ever just started listening to other people's conversations? Do you ever just keep listening even though you aren't part of the conversation? If this describes you, then welcome to Topic Please. Telling you that lady never shuts up. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm Liz. I'm Aaron. And I feel like testing that theory would be fine if you messed with something like that had nothing to do with your life so that your life could still exist in the future. <laughs> well, see, that thought kind of brings up the butterfly effect idea. I mean, there's like so many theories about how, you know, if time travel existed and it could be done, you know, how exactly would that affect the timeline? Like, you know, the butterfly effect is the idea that, you know, a butterfly in Africa flaps its wings and there's this, you know, over and over effect that causes a hurricane over in North America. Like, so, I mean, if you kill this butterfly, then something happens or doesn't happen that causes this huge chain reaction. And uh, that's, you know, kind of one of the theories. I don't on, know, but my brain just said they would probably use it in like military stuff and use it kind of like a kamikaze pilot. So send back somebody that like they don't really like suicide missions. Yeah. So because it would, it would, alter and change what's now but it wouldn't really matter if that person died because then time travel would just be like created either earlier or later right but see and not knowing how it would actually affect things because i mean history is set in stone it happened and it's just the way it is but well our history but if we send somebody back before then then it changes and then we have a whole different history Right. Well, let's, I mean, that like gets into multiple different kind of theories there, like they could come up. Like one, you know, if you send a kamikaze pilot back to, you know, do something and, you know, they succeed, then there's the idea of that never happened. Therefore, nobody ever got sent back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would. And or, everything would change, and then it would just be a different time that time travel was created. Right. And I mean, like, then you would have, you know, the alternate timeline thing. Like, you know, if I send somebody back to go, you know, the big thing, like, you know, kill baby Hitler. Like, that's just one of the things that gets brought up in these talks like that. Then... You know, if I know that somebody went back to go do that, I'm still in this timeline where Hitler existed. But then there's this alternate timeline somewhere that has no effect on me and my life in this current timeline. Maybe this current timeline just fizzles away, though, and that one becomes the new history or the new line. Like, I, that's, I feel like it would be like, this is the end and everybody starts all over. Yeah, but I mean, then would you even know that that had happened? No. 
And what about the people that were a part of making that happen? They right, wouldn't what, know, but what, in their new, if, if they were still born in their in that new line, then I mean, they like, would be working together to create that again. Yeah, I mean, like, what <laughs> if you know, I invent time travel and I send one person back, and you know, the two of us are the only people know that this is happening, and I send this guy back to go kill Hitler. Then would I still realize you know that happened? and know that this thing happened, but nobody else would have any idea because, you know, the timelines changed and merged it, but I know that this happened. I doubt it because you would then be born again and everything. But I mean, I just, I don't know. It's you know, all of these theories that we have no way of really testing because I mean, we know time travel doesn't exist, uh, but you know, if it did, like, how would that work? It's, I mean, there's a lot of theories and it's a really interesting kind of thought thing. I can't think of the word I was going for, but. Idea? I don't know. No. Uh, Concept? No. Oh. I'm not good at reading your mind, sir. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it'll come to me. <laughs> it's like when you're discussing things and that, you know, it's you know, just a thought and then another word. There's a word that comes after thought. Your next thought. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I heard one theory, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago that I hadn't heard before. I'm sure it's been around. But the idea was that, you know, time is like a river, which I guess kind of goes into the whole multiple timelines and then merging thing. You know, once I explain like what this theory was. I'm just thinking a bunch of rivers merging into the ocean now or like into a bigger river and then spreading back out and then back in and eventually meeting the ocean. I don't know. I guess kind of. But I mean, if you have a river that, you know, has a definitive starting point and a definitive ending point. Then, you know, you throw a small rock into this river. And the only part of that river that knows that, you know, that rock hit it is, you know, the part that it actually affected, you know, what it, you know, touched directly. Where, you know, a mile before that, a mile after that, there's, you know, nothing to show that that ever happened. But right there where it went in, I mean, you still had the splash and you had the ripples of that rock going into the water. And like, that's kind of the thought there that, you know, if you know, somebody went back in time and killed Hitler, like those people that were directly involved, you know, would be affected by that. Like would have, you know, some kind of memory, even if it's like, you know, I have this weird memory, like it was like this and kind of the, uh, uh, a way of ex possibly explaining a Mandela effect. You know, why do people remember Berenstein bears instead of Berenstein bears? Maybe somebody went back and changed it. And the people that originally saw it this one way, you know, have this memory that it was like that. Even if, you know, it can be proven at this point in time that that was never the case. You know, what if somebody went back in time and stopped 
Nelson Mandela from dying in prison, but there were people that were there and remember it actually happening, but somebody went back and changed it. And those people were affected by it and you know, they were affected directly. So they had this memory of that happening, but later on, like nobody, you know, remembers that because it didn't happen. It's just kind of a cool way to think about it where it's like, you know, you I guess you could go back in time that way and make these changes and then, you know, have memories of that and still be all part of basically one timeline where, you know, maybe where that rock hit, it split the timeline and then it kind of merged back together. You know, just like when you throw a rock into a river, it, you know, separates the water where it hits, but then it comes back together. So on your killing baby Hitler thing, it would separate there, but then it would come back together. So somebody else would have come into power the same way he did. Possibly, or like for it to come back and, or it's possible the way that we know it doing that, you know, it never happened, but only a few people remember that it even happened. You know, the people that were affected directly by this, you know, like the people that, got together and sent somebody back in time to go do this thing. The person that did it, the, you know, Hitler's family, you know, remembering, Oh, you know, somebody came and killed our baby where it wouldn't be a big deal to other people like that, you know, weren't affected by it, didn't know about it. And then there would be all of these people that were alive that it wouldn't be, you know, if Hitler hadn't gotten killed and it, you know, has that change on the timeline, but only the people directly involved know about it. Like only the people that were directly touched by this action that took place when somebody went back in time have any kind of memory, even if it's just a faint memory. So then in that theory, like you would send people back and then those people would come back to the current part of the river again yeah but they would be able to see that those changes happened because i mean they were there they were directly a part of it uh i don't know it's just kind of a cool theory because i mean i guess it gives more hope than other theories that you know you would be able to time travel and actually make a change that made a difference but I mean, I think still a lot of that you would have to be concerned with, you know, things like the butterfly effect. And, you know, well, if I go back in time and do this, you know, what are the long term implications of that? But anyway, I mean, just thinking about, you know, the long term, you know, implications. Like, you know, the butterfly effect, like, well, what if I go back and I kill this person? And because, you know, that really bad person died, there weren't, you know, these other movements that have happened. You know, I mean, maybe, you know, something to do with Hitler and the way he treated the Jews and that mass genocide had something to do with, you know, Martin Luther King. Junior being like, you know, no, I, I have the courage to stand up for what's right, you know, for my people. You know, maybe that had something to do with the fact that, you know, Hitler did what he did. I mean, 
maybe there's something in the future that we don't know is going to happen yet that wouldn't happen because somebody stopped that thing from happening. Kind of like you, maybe there's a silver lining somewhere in these bad things that have happened in the past that we're not aware of. Because, I mean, we do learn from history. So stopping certain things from happening, I mean, it, you know, as bad as they were, could potentially, you know, take away a learning experience that causes something really great to happen. And, uh, you know, kind of the butterfly butterfly effect idea that I mean, we don't know, you know, what effects, you know, these things are going to have. So it's something you have to, you know, think about. My apologies if you hear dogs barking. We have a few kittens running around the house and the dogs think that, I don't know, they're like toys or something. I don't know. So, but we can't put them outside because then they bark and then they annoy the neighbors. So we just annoy you guys. <laughs> Speaking of annoying, it's kind of cold in this garage. We need some insulation. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I see. It's like a lot of these theories kind of cross over one another at some point. You know, like, even, like the river thing. And then, you know, it kind of brings the whole, you know, separate timeline, but then they merge back together and you have to be concerned with something like the butterfly effect. I guess you would have to like take into serious account and do like lineage and stuff on anybody that you thought to change because what if this one person was horrible, but somebody in their lineage was Man. like... Yeah, you know, the person that person brings or... world peace or whatever. So, but. you'd have to put in a lot of research before choosing. Oh yeah, I mean, you would pretty much have to be like, okay, well, this person, let me look at everything in their life and know absolutely everything about them. If they had children or anybody they interacted with, know absolutely everything about those people, and I feel really like you map could it only out. change one person per like every or one event. What? For like every 200 years or something with all of the <laughs> research you'd have to do. I mean, I feel like it'd be, I know there's some different uh, shows, movies and stuff that have something to do with time travel. And you know, like, I can't think of the name of the one that we watched, but like they would go back and try to uh, like change something. But then, you know, the, I guess the protagonist, the good guys, you know, would you know be going oh, back to try that, to stop that, them from making that change because they were trying to change things for themselves. And it's like, no, this you know, as much as this sucks, we have we to, have to let that person die. We can't go back and save that person. Like the we, letters were numbers and then turned into letters. Oh, I can't think of the name of that show. It was I a good know. show. I don't know. I know. Like I liked Continuum. It had a yeah. But that's not the one I'm thinking of. No, it was like time. Yeah, I don't remember. It started with time. But I mean, it was kind of a cool show, but I mean, it was like that kind of idea. It's like, well, yeah, you're going to do this. And somehow they were able to monitor when these changes happened, which I'm still not positive how that worked, but. 
Because they knew about it. Yeah. I mean, that might be like the river thing, but. I just remember the one dude was always trying to go back to like save his girlfriend yeah. and stuff and then realized that that was a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, there's just all those things like that. It's like, you know, it, you know, we have to protect the timeline and keep things the way that they were. And I guess, um, oh, what is it? Loki. Uh, I don't think that's the name of the show. Whatever the one is on Disney Plus, the has Loki and um, Owen Wilson in it. Uh, I got nothing. But I mean, like you know, they were. You know, oh, we we have to protect the timeline. You people are going back in time and changing things. We have to protect that. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a recurring theme and. Some of those, like, you know, somebody has to you know, be the protectors of the timeline. Because, like, you know, in the big, big picture, it's like, no, this has to happen this way or it's you know, going to end up being really bad and completely change things. So we have to protect that. And, you know, even though, like, JFK got shot, it's like you, you have to allow this to happen or it's you know, going to end up being worse or... I feel like it could have been a yeah. lot better with that one. But I mean, we we don't know. That's the thing. We don't know what that might have ended up causing. You know, what might have happened. And going back, I mean, you know, if it hadn't happened originally, then I'd, you know, that's where we would be. Uh, you know, for all we know, maybe time travel exists and somebody's like, no, that dude like went freaking nuts. So we're going to go back and take care of this. And maybe that's why he got shot. But I mean, that is like another theory that, you know, if something happened and a time traveler goes back to make this happen, then it always happened. It was just a matter of kind of completing that circle in the timeline, that loop. Hmm. I mean, and like that theory, you know, that's why, you know, I know, you know, no time traveler is ever going to, you know, go back in time and tell me, you know, hey, invest in you know, these companies or buy a bunch of Bitcoin early on or whatever. Because it didn't happen, therefore it's not going to happen. Like that's just another. Kind now of I'm just thinking about theory. the Umbrella Academy and the one kid who time travels. Well, and well, he jumps and keeps getting stuck. Number five. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Can't even think of what his name is. It's just number five. But I mean, it's just there's so many theories out there. It's. I mean. I find it fun to think about, but I mean, there's just so much like that could happen and it's like, oh yeah, well this theory makes sense too. And it kind of crosses over with this other theory and how would this work? And I can't remember the name of the book that I read, but it was, uh, I'm going to say it was by Patterson and it had something to do with uh, I have it in the bedroom. I'll you know, put the title in the the Show notes. description or whatever. Yeah, okay. 
But I mean, there was this idea that like certain American-made cars could find these weird little spots on the road and travel through time, just through American history. Uh, it was like another way to think like that it, you know, time travel itself could be done. But then there were things, you know, that even in this book, they had to, you know, pay attention to like, you couldn't go interact with yourself in a previous time. And I don't know, it was just kind of weird. Like the one character met the other character that he's always with, like when he was, you know, a little boy and didn't realize that until almost the end of the book. You know, because he didn't, you know, know. it was like he met her, but she hadn't met him yet or she met him. And I don't know. It was kind of confusing, but All right. it was interesting. And it had like a lot to do with, you know, the idea of American history and some sci-fi stuff. Uh, but still, it was like, you know, they were trying to, you know, make things better by traveling through time and they were looking for something. And then these other people were like, no, we have to protect the timeline. We're going to go, you know, kill all these time travelers that are screwing up the timeline. And it was, but I mean, there's just a lot of other theories and thoughts to it. And I mean, you almost have to try to stick with one theme if, you know, like these writers are writing this, like, well, this is kind of the theme that we have to go with and then stay with that. Because then if you start, you know, changing to a different thought on what might happen. But really, now that I think about it, could be kind of cool. Like if they were, you know, maybe where they're trying to figure out exactly how this works. So I'm sure somebody could come up with a story like that. It'd be kind of cool. I would enjoy it. I'm sure you would. <laughs> I like these time travel themes and movies and books and stuff. It's interesting. But I mean, I don't know if you were able to time travel. I mean, would you be able to go back in time and just be able to observe, not actually interact because things are on a set path and they happen a certain way. So you can't actually change that. Like, I mean, would you go back and like, for whatever reason, you wouldn't be able to kill baby Hitler, no matter what you tried to do. You could drop a nuke on his head and for whatever reason he wouldn't die or the bomb wouldn't explode or the gun wouldn't go off because, as you know, like the idea of fate that it's just, you know, it's set in stone. You can't change it no matter what you do. It's not going to affect the end result. I mean, that would suck. It would be, I mean, interesting, I guess, for like history classes and stuff and researchers to be able to go back and see how things were actually done, how they actually happened, knowing that they wouldn't have any effect, but still, you know, rather than, uh, I guess, you know, kind of heading towards another episode, you know, going back and just seeing how things were, you know, firsthand instead of, you know, oh, well, this is how the history books taught it, so that's the way it is. 
when I, there's so much more history out there than what's in our history books. And different versions of it and stuff, depending on yeah who told the story. Yeah, I mean, those a lot of times are very biased towards one side. I'm sure, you know, England and Great Britain have a much different view on the American Revolution than we do. Because we were taught it from a very American point of view. As like, no, the British were being jerks and we wanted to get away from them and be our own country. They might teach it that, you know, oh, well, Americans were being a bunch of whiny little crybabies and not getting their way and throwing a big old hissy fit. I, I, I don't know how they teach that. I'm sure that they probably do teach about that war because it was a big deal. But, I mean, I'm sure they have a different take on it than we do. Because, I mean, there's both sides of the story. And then there's all the stories in between, like there's those two big sides of it, but like all the individuals involved and things like that. Yeah. So, because I'm sure even amongst the you know the pilgrims or whatever when they came over, there were you know it had a big deal to do with religion, but I mean I'm sure even then there were you know, more or less different denominations amongst those people like these small groups that kind of had their own thoughts like, well, I don't think that's getting taught the right way and, you know, kind of broke things out into the multiple denominations that we have now. Or like the Puritans and the Quakers and things like that. Yeah. And I was just thinking the other day I was listening to the story of like the Hatfields and McCoys. Um, See, every time I hear about that, I, I, can't help but think of like Bugs Bunny cartoons, uh, but these like little old bearded men, just the two guys. You know, you got Hatfield and you got McCoy, and they're shooting at each other, and they never win. Yeah, but the story was interesting because, like, they all lived in this one part of the mountains or whatever, um, and then it got split like down the center. And made them two different states and stuff. So when like the Civil War came around, different people lived like there were Hatfields on both sides of Man. the state lines and McCoys on both sides of the state lines, and like the ties and stuff to their own fan or their own blood versus the people that they worked with and who they were with, and like all these things were part of it. And see, I like, always, I don't know, I always thought like. I didn't realize the Hatfields and McCoys were like actual real people. I thought it was more anecdotal as you know, something like the Civil War is like, oh, you know, something tore this you know, family apart and they're at war with each other. Yeah, no, they were. And real. nobody really knows why. It's like they're, you know, oh, well, this is the way it's always been. So I don't like you because you don't like me. Or, no, the, you know, because the heads of families were actually. Your grandpa doesn't like my grandpa, so I don't like you. Or, yeah. No, they were actually friends before the separation of the states and all of that. Man, I mean, I just, I don't know. I always thought it was more like a story, like to try to make that point. And they were really influential and stuff. I guess the families would come down out of the mountains just to make sure to vote and stuff. So like, even though they were kind of reclusive, kept to themselves or whatever, there were so many of them that when they would come down like to vote, they like pretty much 
owned the government, whoever was in place for the government and all of that stuff, because their vote was the votes that mattered because there were so many of them. Right. And see, we, we could go back in time and observe that and see what happened. You know, if you know, we could only observe things, we could see, you know, what was going on there. Find out the real story. Yeah. But I mean, just telling the stories in history and stuff, I mean, if nothing else, you have to deal also with like the telephone game. Where yeah, I tell you a story, you tell somebody else, and you know, fifty people down the line, that story is drastically different than when it started. Oh, just to give credit, it was the podcast called Wicked Words, where the host talks to people um, who've written books and stuff based on real life things, and the authors have done like the history and the research and everything. So, Wicked Words is a great podcast to check out. All right, I like. I don't know. I like finding out the history of things. You like? I want to time travel there. I'm like, I just want to read about it. <laughs> Well, I mean, it'd be cool to be able to go back and like, you know, see, well, this is how we were taught this, but how did it really happen? Or what else don't we know? Because nobody thought it was important to write that down. I mean, there might be like some great inventors that happen to be descendants of slaves of George Washington. And they wouldn't have been here in America, maybe not had the opportunities that they had, had they not you know, uh, had their, you know, ancestors not been slaves that got brought over to America. So I mean, maybe some of these inventions wouldn't have happened. Like, I don't know the lineage of George Washington Carver, but maybe if George Washington hadn't brought slaves over, we wouldn't have peanut butter. I mean, Kind of goes back into that, like looking into things, like maybe you know, we do have, you know, some silver linings to these bad things that have happened. We don't know some of them. It's just, I don't know. It's interesting to think about. So are there some things you wish you didn't know? There's lots of things I wish I didn't know. Well, let's learn you some more. All right. All right. In 2007, a man brought a lawsuit against his doctors after a medical mix-up that left him A. Only able to walk backwards B. Able to hear from his nose C. Peeing from his butt or D. With his head on backwards See, peeing from his butt. Yes. Apparently, this gentleman... I feel like it was probably a reconstructive surgery. Um, Somebody... I don't know. I don't know. But I, I, just thinking of it, I would think it was probably somebody from the LGBTQ community who went in for bottom surgery and the doctor screwed it up. Yeah, I don't know. I would think, I mean, maybe there was a bad accident and they were trying to fix stuff up. But I mean, it says a mix up. So I mean, maybe it was like a gender reassignment surgery gone wrong or something. Yeah. I don't know. Kind of interesting. Yeah. But I hope yes, he won. You got it they right. They won. I hope they won. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 
Question number two. It's not unusual. It's not unusual <laughs> to be loved by anyone. That's what I was thinking and picturing Carlton <laughs> as soon as I read that. And so it's not unusual to see canine police dogs in the United States, but in some parts of China, they have a police pandas, b police monkeys, c police geese. Or D, police pigs? Well, cred. I was going to choose cats, but now I need the options again because cats never showed up. Pandas. Wouldn't the bad guys be cats? Cat burglar? Hello? (laughs) They're not going to be the cops. Gosh. So A, police pandas. B, police monkeys. C, police geese. And D, police pigs. Okay. Oh, so many people are going to be upset with me. Sorry. I feel like I could see any of these. I feel like if it's D, that makes so much sense as to why we call our police what we do. Like, as a society, there are people who call police pigs. I'm not saying that I do. Like, that's... I don't know. I don't, but anyway, so I really hope it's not D just because I would find the, the humor in that. Um, pandas, geese. What was the other one? Pandas, monkeys, geese, or pigs. See, I feel like there's all kinds of logic that I would be going through. If pandas this was are me. black and white. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, like pandas are black and white like a cop car, so that makes sense. Monkeys <laughs> can get taught to do all kinds of things, like they're taught to pickpocket and stuff, so that could make sense. Like, I feel like they would people, be the criminal. People are, I mean, some people are like afraid of geese and they'll like come and attack you or something, so that makes sense. And pigs, just because of like what people call them, or some people call them. Well, that and. I could also see because I could see being like, like a mascot or anything, something. and but pigs will also eat anything. Like they've they've proven that they can eat like human bone and stuff like that. So maybe if the cops are dirty, like I don't know. I'm gonna go with pandas. The Just answer because I think they're so. <laughs> I don't know how they'd get them in their cars. <laughs> well, see, and it doesn't say. I mean. Like, for all we know, this could just be, like, a mascot, like a Dalmatian on a fire truck. That's true. You know, like, they're not really doing anything. They're just kind of there. But they said, like, canine dogs. We have canine dogs in America. Yeah. So I feel like they do something. And, but the answer is not A. The answer is C, police geese. That's awesome. Like, do, oh, see, that's so horrible. I'm just like, do they walk around going, yeah, flag! I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Um, you said that that was in what, China? Yeah, in some parts of China. Okay, well, I don't want to go to those some parts because I would, I, I do not want to be chased down by a geese, goose. There you have it. Question three. The record for the longest one of these at over seven inches long. (laughs) 
Sorry. That's not even an option, lady. <laughs> Go ahead. It's thinking a nose. The record for the longest one of these at over seven inches long belongs to Anthony Victor. A, ear hair. B, pinky finger. C, toenail. Or D, nose. Nose. Is that your final answer? I feel like I'm wrong, probably, but I don't know why anybody would let their ear hair grow that long. I could see a a record. I don't know. A pinky is like not really a choice. That's just something that happens. And there are some people with some really big hands. I think, like looking at my pinky, it's probably about two, maybe two inches long. That's a long pinky. What was the other option? A toe? Ear hair, pinky finger, toenail. Ew. If your toenails get that long, even wearing sandals, you just can, like, I would feel like, I don't know, but I saw a horse that its hooves had, like, the people didn't take care of it, and it had, like, and it was stuck inside, so it didn't get to walk or anything, and it, like, curled backwards, so there's that. But I feel like if the person did any kind of activity, it would just wear itself down, so I don't think it's the toenail. I don't think it's the ear hair, because that's just gross. So it's either the pinky... Or the nose. There are some people with long... Yeah, I get them wrong anyways. I'm sticking with nose just because I said that before you said it, and I think it's funny. Uh, This gentleman's name was not Pinocchio. So is his finger? You are incorrect. Was it his pinky finger? It was not his pinky finger. Well, see, I'm a loser. There you have it. What was it? The record for the longest one of these... And ear hair Ew. at over seven inches long. So I'm thinking like he just had one ear hair that he allowed to continue growing. Or maybe he had a beard and it just grew down into it so you couldn't really tell. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but... <sighs> I don't know why they have records for some of these things. It's like, what's the point? Me either, especially ear hair. Uh, question four. If you happen to see a group of pandas together, the correct term for them would be a or an a bundle of pandas, a muggle of pandas, an embarrassment of pandas, or an election of pandas. See, I feel like if I was asking you these questions, you'd be like, I know the answer, blah, 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 blah. And right now, the only thing that's popping out from that is an embarrassment. Probably because it's embarrassing of how little I know about things. But muggles from Harry Potter. So I'm going with an embarrassment. The answer is C, an embarrassment. Oh, and I'm not embarrassed. Woo-hoo! I got yes, two right. I had heard that. Yeah, I, You know everything, sir. Uh, Question five, I'm covering the answer on this, so I don't know what the answer is yet. As if being a teacher wasn't hard already, in the 1990s, all North Korean teachers were required to A, teach the class in 10 languages, B, 
play the accordion, C, build computers from scratch, or D, drive each of their students home after school? North Korean. So, I don't know. Let's see. I do not know very much about North Korea. I just know out of North Korea and South Korea, I'm pretty sure North Korea is the one everybody's like, no, you don't want to go there. That's dangerous. Yeah. And like, I don't know that Kim Jong Un and Il and all that. I don't know. I don't know. Because that would require that they all have cars and. Right. Well, not necessarily. I mean, maybe they would. Oh, maybe they're the bus drivers as well. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I feel like I hope it's not play accordion. Like I don't understand why that would be. I don't know. Accordion's not really my thing. I'm trying to think if it's the ten languages or the building a computer. So I just wouldn't think it would be ten languages. It seems a bit excessive. Not really, especially if their like purpose of education and stuff is to be able to to understand what the outsiders are saying regardless. I think it's the ten languages. No. I really don't know. I'm I'm thinking D. Are we ready for the answer? What was D? The drive each of their students home. Ah, yeah, I don't think it's that. So I think right. it's I think it's learn ten languages. Well, I think maybe like to help with controlling people, it was like, no, you need to take them home. So they're not out there congregating, hanging out, coming up with, you know, any of their own ideas. I feel like that could be a reasoning behind that. uh, Does that mean that they have to drive them to school as well then? I don't know. There you have it. I don't know. All right. The answer is B. Play the accordion? Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. I I don't know. I wonder if it's for Maybe they're trying some kind to of, um, start a weird owl band. I was thinking maybe it was for uh, like military purposes or whatever, like coding and things like that. I don't know. All right. Well, I got two thirds or two fifths. Right. And I guessed it one question and got it wrong. I did know the embarrassment, but I wasn't guessing at that one. There you have it. Thanks for eavesdropping. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or give us feedback, you can go to topicplease.com to find our social media links, contact form, how to subscribe on your preferred podcast player. You can also find links to our past episodes. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share us with other eavesdroppers you know.